Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. AEW an unsafe working environment or words to that effect I am Luke Owen DAD I'm joined by Chopper Pete Quinnell we are two-thirds of the Blackpool Content Club here on the WrestleTalk podcast channel please do give us a thumbs up press that subscribe button if you're new here we're on our way to 70k but we're going to do that 10-hour Royal Rumble randomizer live stream bit of fun that it will be a bit of fun yeah. if, any, if our 50k mm. let's watch all of the Attitude Era WrestleManias then to go by it'll be poorly timed out Yes. Uh, too long. Yes. And tiring. Yes. But also, good see. And also, you get to watch us eat pizza. <laughs> and have coffees. And have coffees. I wasn't even drinking coffee at the time. That's how long ago that That's was. That's right. You yeah. weren't, were you? No, I was a little baby. Yeah. I couldn't have it. <laughs> so did I had you... two, two sugars in my tea and everything. Did you have a little hot chocolate instead? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't surprise me, yeah. Put a couple of little marshmallows in there. Yeah. You should also probably clarify, Tempest isn't here. He's not feeling well. He's so. not, no. We've had quite a week for it. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's not been great. Last few weeks, slash even like a month at this point, a lot of people being ill. Yeah, there was a comment left on the, I think it was on the AEW review you did, because uh, Ollie wasn't well, so he wasn't mm-hmm. in. My wife wasn't well, so I had to mm-hmm. be home to, to watch the kid. And there was just a comment that was left. It was like, as the English just prone to being ill? Just feel like you guys are ill a lot. Yes. Yes, we are. It's cold here and we're not allowed to have the heating on anymore. We don't get any vitamin D because there's never any sun. No, even our summer was a bit cack this year. So mm. anyway, Tempo is not here because he is a bit under the weather. So mm. it's two thirds of the Blackpool Content Club for you this week as we talk about a topic that I think we can answer in, in a couple of words. But f- I'll do you one better. I can answer it in one. Okay. All right. Do you want me to ask the question then? Please. Uh, is AEW an unsafe working environment? No. Press the subscribe button. <laughs> watch it. Watch the watch another video that we linked to in the video description down below, the podcast description. Um, but no, you know this is the content club, so we're going to dive into a couple of different areas here. Yes. And the reason why this has come up is because AEW have had not a great latter half of 2022. I would mm. say. I think since Double or Nothing, it yes. has been bad times, uh, uh, and then further more bad times. Yes. Um, to the point where I think people are now just a little bit sick of like when Brawl Out happened Mm. it was like the biggest news and it was like any video you did about that was getting like killer numbers and everyone Mm -hmm. just had like mad conversations to be had about it and mad discussion to be had about it I guess because it's punk and it's the Bucks and and Omega and this and the other but then like 
Sammy and Andrade uh, got into an altercation and I was like, don't care. <laughs> honestly, Guys. honestly, couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> it does drain you at a certain point to it, hear the same thing, but with different people a lot. It does. And actually, there was that the Conan thing that he did on, mm-hmm. on his Keeping It 100 emoji yep. podcast, yep. where he was talking about how Eddie Kingston and uh, Santana nearly got into a physical altercation as well. Yeah. And that, like... Any other year would have been like headline news, mm-hmm. but with the eight months that AEW has had, it's just buried amongst a bunch of other backstage or or on screen nonsense. Yeah, it's it's they've not had a good back half of the year. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not been great. Like the 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 wrestling has been good, mm. but the backstage politics and just the vibe surrounding AEW has been off. It didn't pass the vibe check. No, it is It is failing vibe checks at the moment. Mm, it is, yeah. yeah. I mean, and really, they ha- don't actually have a really big check to do on that, but they are just got a really bad set of D20 rolls mm. and have yet to, like, not even with their buffs, have sort of, like, passed across this. Yeah, I know. And, you know, in years gone by, they had, like, a plus 10, plus 12 modifier to that. Exactly. And now it's gone way down yeah like, it's weird but, but even with that plus 12 yeah. you know like actually maybe yeah i suppose the buff's probably gone down by yeah, that point the modifier's so. probably way lower now mm. it's probably maybe like a plus four which is actually making the checks harder to exactly do. yeah and maybe even the dc's increased at the same time so you, you know it's so difficult yeah so i mean well they've had a difficult time and mm. this week i so i didn't get to do the review of dynamite this week mm. which i was gutted about because i loved this week's episode of dynamite really good episode. oh it's an awesome episode of dynamite yeah it was the other comment i did not uh, spot where someone said compete in tempers do it all the time they're always positive <laughs> and it wasn't being sarcastic it was, yeah, about, no. it, was, it was against me and ollie for quote always hating aew yeah, yeah luke famous hater of aew yeah and yeah. you know anyway um so i really wanted to review it because i was loving it mm. my first note i took of the evening aside from oh my god ring of, they've just showed punk in ring of honor mm. i think it was like the first time outside of the video game thing they've showed punk uh was it was during the, the opening match of the trio's best friends and death triangle. Mm-hmm. I've just wrote down, oh, it's always a good reminder to me why I prefer the in-ring style of AEW than I do over WWE. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that WWE's in-ring style is bad, because no. I think what it, they always put on banging matches and mm. great stuff. But there is something about the AEW style I much prefer. Mm-hmm. And it's during those real dark periods of WWE when creative was bad and even then the matches were bad and booking was bad and stories were bad and champs were bad and this and the other. It felt like no one was being utilized. Like bad at main roster call-ups and all this sort of get jazz, right? You went to ring of honor you went to impact you went to new japan you'd be like oh yeah like this this is the style of wrestling i like like me and ollie would go to rev pro shows and be like yes this is the style of wrestling i really enjoy watching so i'm there just having an absolute ball watching this episode of dynamite i was like trios match awesome storm sheeter awesome uh jericho dalton castle oh so much fun an ironically sports entertainment match oh my god jake hager favorite spot of the match that, i love this hat he's got he's, he likes his hat he loves that hat and not none of the boys could take that hat away from him and it's so good because he looks so dumb in the hat oh it makes it so much better i when jake hager first did that i love this hat and he did it off microphone mm-hmm. i said to all in the aw dynamite review i was like it's the best thing he's done in aw oh, yeah there, and he's been there for three years yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just he's saying done. i like this hat yeah it's the best thing he's done. Oh, it's, it, it was beautiful. It's his little bit of the bubbly. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's great. 
And then I was watching this main event of Hangman and Moxley. And God dang, it was great. Oh, oh so, so great. Love Moxley. I love Hangman. I was like, Moxley winning is a foregone conclusion mm. for me, but I don't mind too much. Then there was like the bit of a dun-dun-dun entry because they showed up to the rafters and MJF was no longer mm. there hugging onto his chip. I'm like, ooh. What's done, he doing? I'd done a bit of fantasy booking that maybe he'd cash in and they would do the, and they would do the title switch of MJF winning the belt in Cincinnati. They zigged when I thought they were going to zag and did a better storyline than I possibly could. So yep. major kudos to them there. Uh, but then Hangman got hurt. Yes. Off what was a pretty standard spot. And it see was see it all the time. You see it all the time. It was just an awkward landing, an awkward bump, and they called the match off, and that was it. Dunzo. They just announced the Moxley's the Moxley retains. And then we got some awkwardness of uh, you know, the commentary trying to cover up for things and sort of Moxie just sort of walking around the ring and then you're cutting his promo and then MJF coming down. Like I, I thought all the MJF stuff was likely planned in the episode because mm, it followed on from the, from the William Regal Absolutely. thing, right? Yeah. Um, which is, I thought was an awesome, awesome story. So, so, so great. It's one of the best things I've seen I like, in wrestling. And that's the thing you want to be talking about, yeah, right? But unfortunately, really we've got to be talking about this. When Luke said, Luke said to me today in the office, he was like, so we're going to uh, do like, is AEW in an unsafe work environment? And I was like, oh, but can't we just talk about MJF? Because I just, I just want to talk about it more because he's great. And, and he is great. And I was like, yeah, but we did that two weeks ago. Yeah. So, like three weeks yeah. ago, whatever it was. So we've got to do this instead because this is the the, the hot button topic mm. that, that's going on right now. Yeah. And I was like, man, that that's a real bummer. And it really was like the thing that everyone wanted to talk about. And I'm mm -hmm. really like, it, it's a really sad thing, but it also it increased this idea that AEW was an unsafe place to work. Yeah. That all of these backseat quarterback analysts being like, oh, well, like the most common thing I, I, I saw on the old Twitter sphere was like, if AEW had a performance center, this never would have happened. Which is kind of a nonsense, like nonsense phrase. Yes. Because... Accidents happen in WWE all the time. They sure do. Like Becky Lynch is currently on the injured shelf because she got injured during a match. Mm -hmm. Rick Boogs at WrestleMania this year got injured during the match and they had to change things on the fly. If only he'd gone through the performance center. <laughs> <laughs> Just there are ways to avoid these things. <laughs> and like, so, and even when Chris Nowinski... Uh, put out a tweet about this. Um, Chris Nowinski, for those of you who might not remember, he was a WWE guy way, way, way back in the day. Uh, sort of that mid-2000s period of time when no one really liked a lot of wrestling. And um, and he got concussions and he's now been a like uh, the figurehead guy for talking about concussions in sports. Mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of posting about it. He's done a lot of research. He is a credible guy in yeah. this field. He is an expert in this field does a lot of work with nfl and is very vocal about concussions in wrestling mm -hmm. and the dangers of it he was the guy that was like when benoit when the benoit tragedy happened he was like the guy at the front of the queue to be like i want the brain so we can analyze it and mm -hmm. as part of our studies and stuff here's what he had to say sending positive thoughts to hangman this was not a high risk move something went wrong Referee Paul Turner is trained to recognize a concussion or a possible neck injury and stop the match. Doc Samson was ringside and there in seconds gives us the best chance for a good outcome. Mm -hmm. Paul Turner was not scared to potentially end a main event match calling in the doctor. Let him know how much you appreciate him keeping the talent safe. 
So you'd think that's a pretty cut and dry thing. Mm -hmm. As an expert in the field saying they did everything possibly right here. Yeah. And yet, if you go through the replies to that, it's like, ah, but what about this? Mm -hmm. Well, this wouldn't have happened in WWE. Mox is a garbage wrestler. And it's any other. And so I, I guess so I, I, I mean, I've, I've talked for a lot here. I, I appreciate it. So I wanted to throw across to you, like, why, why do you think this is the response this spot got? I think it's a combination of things. It's people just holding ill will against AEW. There's a, a large section of these people, I'm pretty sure, that just don't like AEW. And if they do something wrong, they will come out and be like, lol, AEW sucks. Regardless of if it's AEW's fault or not. And in some cases of stuff that's happened this year, it has been AEW's fault. Mm, massively so. And, you know, fair enough, you can critique the things that AEW do wrong, because they do stuff wrong sometimes. But for stuff like this, there is a freak accident. It's very... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? There's a phrase. When you 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 put the the uh, the cart before the horse. I, th wonder, you, I wondered if that's where you were going, but yeah, I didn't want to jump in. Yeah, cart before the horse situation. In that you've come up with the conclusion that AEW sucks before knowing what the thing is. You just hear someone's got injured on AEW means oh that means AEW's unsafe. That means AEW sucks, and that's bad. But also this has come at the apex of AEW having a very bad string of luck in terms of injuries. So when you constantly hear, if you're not too that too familiar with AEW's programming and you just hear Adam Cole's been injured, Ruby Soho's been injured, CM Punk's been injured, Kenny Omega's been injured, and now Hangman Adam Page's been injured, you go, man, something must be happening in AEW where they must be unsafe. That Otherwise, why would these injuries be happening if it's not an unsafe place? Mm -hmm. It's a conclusion you can draw if you don't watch the program thoroughly. That is a conclusion you could draw. It would be the incorrect conclusion, but I think, you know from that person's perspective that is a logical conclusion you can draw this place has a lot of injuries therefore must be unsafe yeah I, we saw it during um like aw's had a bad track record of women's division mm. like I, I think that is a, a, an undeniable yes. point yeah. i think at this point yeah i i'm sure some people can argue against the uh the, the aw have had a bad women's division or a bad run with their women's division since their inception but for me personally i think it has been an afterthought at big best big time um and at times sort of semi-pushed mm. uh but when like and one of the detractors that people used to say about the women's division and AEW being like well they don't they can't push the aw there's too many botches they do too many botches in their matches so tony knows he can't put on more than one match um a, a, a you know a show and i sort of i, I kind of sort of sat back a little bit and I was kind of analyzing you know because I saw it on a, a couple of videos and a couple of comments coming up being like so it was, like, it was this sort of new run idea of why AEW doesn't have a decent women's division right and I was like why why is that and I was like well I guess in the like the last match that was on TV maybe like there was one or two blown spots in there mm -hmm. but then like the five matches prior to that there weren't mm -hmm. and maybe the 10 matches prior to that there weren't and so you're like so why is it is it just because it's happened recently? So it's like a aha. It's like what you were saying there. You sort of you're looking for a reason. Like, well, why does it suck? Aha. Well, that's it. I found mm -hmm. it. It's because they botch everything that they do. They botch every move that they do, so to speak. Yeah. And that's sort of like exacerbated then when it's the only match on the entire show. Yeah. Like that almost highlights it further. If you only have one women's match on a card and then there is a botch within that match, it's like, well, all the women's matches are then just nothing but botch fest, right? And I guess like because this was the main event. 
and it happened. And like you said, it's got to come back of Adam Cole is currently out with uh, a concussion related injury. Mm -hmm. And then he came back at Forbidden Door and that match fell apart because of another concussion related injury. Yeah. And Meltzer has been on Wrestling Observer Radio being like, like no one's no one's talking about it. No one's really heard anything. That, I don't think that's a good sign. Like mm -hmm. that's a real worry. That's like a compounding thing. And then you combine that with all the brawl out stuff, the Sammy and Andrade stuff, Eddie mm -hmm. Kingston stuff. And then I think Moxley is another guy that is a target of garbage wrestling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because he does, he has done deathmatch stuff mm -hmm. and, you know, made a name for himself in, in deathmatch wrestling. And it's a style that he really enjoys. You know, people make fun of him because he bleeds in every one of his title matches. Mm. Or if he doesn't, it's like, oh, well, Moxley don't bleed in a title match. Like, this is the only way you can get over us to, to bleed in a title match. Yeah. So I think like it all just sort of came to a head in that, that one thing. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like there's this call for AEW being this unsafe working environment when it's unfortunately, it's a business and a sport where accidents do happen. Another interesting point, I think as well, is that for AEW, they have a lot of hours of programming per week, if you include Dark and Dark Elevation as well. It's a lot of wrestling that happens. And on those shows, there is more wrestling than there is on other big products like WWE, for example. You know, on a, on a regular Raw SmackDown, there'd be three, four, five matches, at most five matches, I'd say. On AEW, you get four matches in an hour of Rampage. There's more wrestling happening and more minutes of wrestling, which also then compounds the amount of time that accidents can occur in. Mm -hmm. You see there are more accidents happening because there is more wrestling. That is an inherent part of wrestling. Accidents happen. It's a high-risk thing. That's just it's part and part. part bleh, part and parcel of wrestling. It ain't ballet, folks. As it they ain't say. ballet, folks, even though... Ballet is also very physically intensive, and you can get injured in ballet as well. That's not the point. No, Pete, I don't think any ballet actor has ever, no ballet dancer has ever hurt themselves doing ballet. I've seen Black Swan. <laughs> it's nothing but but petticoats mm -hmm. and rainbows. That's that. That's perfectly it. Yeah. Um. So I think it, it's a combination of of a lot of things. There's a, there's more wrestling happening, so more opportunities for stuff to go wrong. There is kind of there is like a a more athletic style in aew in that people do more crazy spots a lot and i will say a lot of times they'll do spots i i don't agree with doing that spot you know darby allen doing crazy stuff jeff hardy diving off huge ladders and tons of crazy stuff you know uh what was the one where the guy landed on his back on the chairs whatever it was probably adam cole <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the sort of thing he sounds like an Adam Cole yeah. thing. Uh, if it ain't him, it's Owens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's like th there's stuff where it's like I don't agree with them doing those spots. To me, that that is reckless and and unsafe. Some of these spots, but it's never those spots that actually get people injured because they actually plan them and like maybe even practice them beforehand. It's the stuff that's inane that's the the normal wrestling spots where people get hurt when accidents happen. And that's the stuff that people always jump on to go, well, that's such a basic thing, and they got injured off that. And then it becomes like this whole thing of being like, well, they must be an unsafe wrestler. Why don't they know the basics? Blah, 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 blah. When sometimes just accidents happen. People can get tired in a match. You know, like it's just a thing that happens. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine looking at Moxley this year and being like, oh man, he's always injuring people. I'm like, well, point me to all of these other times that this has yeah. happened. Like, this is a one freak occurrence thing that's happened. And it yeah. really was just like an out of nowhere mm. 
situation. And you're right, like an interesting thing, I think, but you and I are, are, are different ages. We are, I'd argue in some cases, different generations in terms of like the wrestling that we grew up with, or the, mm. the wrestling that we sort of uh, gravitated towards. And I think actually that, that kind of goes across generations and things like that. But case in point, I'm Ollie and I uh, next week for Patreon, we're doing Bound for Glory 2005. Mm. And TNA in that period of time did a lot of like high risk moves uh, because it was a way to sort of like grab attention and stuff. But also, it was the style at the time. Mm. And there's this tag match on Bound for Glory between America's Most Wanted and The Naturals, where The Naturals, like in these sort of opening moments, like one of them takes James Storm to the outside and power bombs him into the guardrail. And it is like a horrifically like, oh my God, like it is gross. And I was reading Brian Alvarez's review of it at the time. And he was like, why on earth would you do that bump? Mm. Like well, that is a stupid bump to take. And he said, and I, I believe this is a direct quote, Storm sold it like you broke his back for all I know he did. Yeah. Because it's a dumb bump to take. Yeah. However, transport me back to 2005. And I'm like, that's a cool ass bump. Mm. That's wicked. Like I remember them doing power bombs onto the ages. I've been like, that's awesome. Look how cool that is. Watching Abyss and Sabu having their barbed wire massacre match where the ropes are replaced with barbed wire. And like, and I only thought that when I was watching Bound for Glory because Abyss's tattoo on his arm is fine. Mm. But like now it's all like cut to shreds and stuff because it got all cut up in that barbed wire match. But there were people at the time being like, why are you doing this? Mm. Like, what a stupid thing to do. Yet I was like, that's rad. That's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. But you did the ECW One Night Stand, the second one. 2006. 2006. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a brilliant episode to listen to because it's Ollie being like, how cool is this, Pete? And you'd be like, it's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> like I enjoyed it. And then it gets to a point where they're like, eh, you lost me. I'm a, I'm a, I was having fun and now I'm not having fun anymore especially when they do the unprotected chair shots to the head that's just a line I'm just like mm -mm, yeah no, no I can't enjoy that anymore. yeah it, it, that is the one thing I now look back on and be like man I can't believe there's a can't, period of time like if someone, if someone put their hands up I'd be like oh, what a, not a wrestler are you <laughs> a real wrestler putting your hand up why don't you take that on your head yeah. the thing that contains your brain you idiot oh god you're worse yeah exactly be a, be a man Ugh. but it's you know there are I, I think there are people now that just really dislike the deathmatch style mm. and just sort of then think, if that's the style that you do, I'm not going to bring up Cornette here, but I think that is what a lot of people are going to be thinking when you talk about this thing. So I, I think it's, I don't want to focus on it, but I think it does, he is a name that you do need to bring up in this. Sure. It's not his favorite thing either. Um, is that if you do the deathmatch style, you do not know how to wrestle. If you wrestle on places like AEW, you do not know how to wrestle because you are from the trampoline federation or, or whatever it is, the outlaw mud shows or, mm -hmm. or whatever it is. And I think it's just this idea that you, if you say that enough, people's just believe that that's the case 100%. and so then you don't look at this from a viewpoint of like accidents can happen in wrestling accidents happen in nwa in classic wrestling it happens in wwe yeah. but you're like nope that is a not an isolated instance that is an epidemic problem i think though like there's an i don't know endemic the, endemic is that the word i'm after i don't know it happens all the time <laughs> Because they don't know how to work. Joey Janelli used to get this, like, mm. and still does get this yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's the thing, is it's different styles of wrestling. It's not that you don't know how to wrestle. It's just a different style of wrestling. I don't, I don't agree with any of that.
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There is also an element of, to play devil's advocate on that argument, mm. there has been instances of people who cannot wrestle using that as a cover to do stuff. There's big, like, you know, celebrity matches, or there'll be, like, a Vince McMahon match or whatever where he can't really wrestle, so they just do a bunch of weapon spots yeah. to cover for the lack of wrestling. Every Vince McMahon match is a no-holes-barred match. Absolutely, yeah, because it has to be, because he can't wrestle. It's, whoa, it's only smoke and mirrors. Exactly. As a way to, to hide the fact that we're not doing, we're not Frank Gotcha here. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that someone can't wrestle. They may just like the deathmatch style of wrestling. Yeah. Those are two completely different things. Yeah, I, th- I think it is two different, like, but it's people looking at one of them and being like, one plus one equals two. And that is why, that is why Hangman got hurt. It's because I was going to say love three. that you've struggled. Well, I was going to say one three. plus one equals two. It's because instantly like, I was going to get you like, because one on one makes three. It's the loan from yeah. Cult of Personality. Because yeah. it's a way to be like, I'm telling you something that is wrong, but you think it is right. Yes. Uh, or I'm telling you that it's right. But I was like, no, I actually want to get this right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, wait, what's the correct answer? So I had to pause and be like, two. one plus one is, like, I'll say three because that's wrong. It's not four. It's probably two then. Two. Two. Probably. So you can you put one and one together and you get five. And yeah. you decide then that like, well, Moxley always hurts people and he always injures people. The other thing I think from AEW is that you kind of look back to a couple of years ago during the pandemic era of AEW, you had that moment with the the multi-man tag match mm-hmm. where someone got that concussion. I was trying to think who it was. Was it Reynolds of the Dark Order? 
I'm, I'm, I should have looked this up beforehand. Um, I did some other research on the the Athena Jody threat match. We'll mm-hmm. get into in just a second. Um, I'll look into that in just a in just a moment to clarify it. Um, but it's they had that, and he had that concussion. He was just laid in the ring for a long yeah. time because no one really picked up on what was going on, and the doctors were not quick enough to react. Yeah. And I, and the absolute worst example of this, although that was a horrendous, awful, awful example, is Matt Hardy at all out. Yeah, hundred percent. He should not have been allowed to continue that. No, absolutely not. It, I think it is one of the worst things that has happened on a major wrestling show. I can't even think like what is worse than that in terms of something that should never have taken place and you carried on mm-hmm. or allowed the wrestler to, uh, like, to dictate what goes on here. Yeah. It is actually like it's unforgivable that that happened. But then you compare what happened there, you compare what happened in the tag match, and you compare what happened on Dynamite, instantly Paul Turner was like, that's not right. Yep, calling off the match, that's them. Yeah, and he goes in, he, he quickly chats to Hangman, then goes across to Moxley, goes up and be like, Doctor, get in here. And they are, it's incredible how quickly they reacted to this situation and dealt with this situation so as to keep the show going, keep the show flowing, but not like put some focus on it did a really good job of not put the camera on him mm-hmm. like camera cuts away from things do you remember like in the uh, the world cup there was that lad that got like mm. heavily injured yeah and there were people who were mad that they weren't filming it and they were yeah. just showing the crowd and stuff and i was like no because like that's not the thing to be filming right now the thing to be filming is other things yeah so i i you know i, I think they have done a lot of bad this year but this is one of those moments where i'm like i don't think you can criticize the company in any way over what happened here or any of the guys involved i think they handled it brilliantly and I, I think there was nothing to untoward here. Mm-hmm. And really, the people who are the most vocal against this are the bad faith takes of an AEW botches Twitter account or whatever sure. it is that just watches Dynamite and actually like hates watches a show. It's a hate watch, yeah. To find something that goes wrong, so they can post up onto their 215 followers and be like, "Ah, oh, look at them! They can't do anything right in this company." Because mm-hmm. that's what gives them thrills in their life, I guess. But those people's voices get to tend to be amplified, and all of a sudden, then becomes this big conversation about like, what's well, an unsafe working environment? Yeah, and it and and it's not like we said; it comes from those bad faith takes originally, and like I said, they, they, the the voice just gets amplified, and the more that people say it, regardless of who's saying it and how credible a person is, it's kind of just like this is probably a larger conversation to do with social media mm. as a whole, but it does feel like everyone's voice holds the same weight on social media. It doesn't matter if you're an expert in the field. It doesn't matter if you have a track record with this sort of stuff or whatever. If you say that AEW is an unsafe work environment and someone sees that, that holds the same weight as one other person saying, no, it's not. And that's not the case. Yeah. It's, just, it's just not true. Uh, but can I find this tag match, you know? Which one? The... Yeah, the, 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 the Dark Order one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Dark Order. I've literally Googled AEW tag match concussion and I'm not finding it. Was it... Um... Injury 2020. Let's try this. Mm. No. No, it's... no, this is good I mean, audio content. Do you, know, do you know what's funny, though? Mm. And not funny because it's awful. But if you just search for, like, AEW tag injury 2020, it's just, like... Injured starts, written off the show. Ray Phoenix breaks arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Cage injury led to quick match against Jungle Boy. Yep. Backstage news regarding Matt, uh, Matt Jackson injury. Yep. Uh, Kenny Omega injury update. Thunder Rosa pulled from uh, All mm-hmm. Out with injury. 
and it's just like and i guess maybe that is also why a lot of people are like because if there's been some injuries that have happened like elsewhere and stuff it's mm-hmm. just like oh man well it must be a style thing that yeah. is as opposed to a run of maybe it's run of bad luck yeah i i genuinely think it is a run of bad luck and we've seen this run of bad luck happen in places like wwe in the past there was one wrestlemania that i remember what well, which one was it it might have been wrestlemania 31 somewhere around that time in the lead up to mania not 31 it was one where it must have been 32 was when everybody and their grandma got injured oh, yeah. ahead of that mania and they had nobody for that show like that was when seth did his acl in on the the house show they had a bunch of people off that show uh and it led to not great wrestlemania that one um but that sort of run of bad luck wasn't because people were being unsafe or WWE was bad or hmm. whatever. It was just a run of bad luck, and that's what they're on right now. Maybe there's a conversation to be had about people not doing crazy high-risk stuff, but I don't think anyone really does that too often. You know, when's the last time you saw a stupid Darby Allen spot? I mean, yeah, like that. the one I can think of is the Hardy thing, is the, the, the Jeff Hardy match. But yeah. I think it was like Hardy was doing a lot of the, yeah. the mad stuff in 100%. there. 100%. And that was a few months ago. Yeah. Know? It's not every week that you see something dumb. And people have physically impressive offense, for sure. You know, you, you see the, the luchadors and the high flyers of AEW do some crazy flips and all that. But it's very rare that you see stuff like that go wrong. You know, that there was like a couple of unfortunate spots with like the luchasaurus chokeslam and Ray Phoenix and him doing the, the, you know, the arm snap that it didn't end up being broken somehow because he's made of rubber. Um... And like that's an unfortunate spot, but and maybe there could have been more precautions to do that a bit more safely. But those are minor things. At the end of the day, that is an accident. It's not like they were just being reckless about it. Mm. That was just an accident. Uh, and th- and that's the case. I think for the vast majority of the injuries that uh, has happened on AEW, is it's just a run of bad luck. Can confirm it was Alex Reynolds. Yeah. Nice. There you go. Found it. Well done. Thank you, everyone. I'm sure there will still be comments that were left yep. in there telling us where it is, but yep. I did find it. So yep. thank you. Apologies for that. Yeah. Uh, was because I've gone to the, the other reason why I think this is becoming a hot button topic mm-hmm. is because not only did you have this episode of Dynamite, the day before that you had, was it dark or it dark? dark? It was on dark, it was dark wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Which had actually been taped the week previous while mm-hmm. they were in Canada. It was a match between Athena and local talent Jodie Threat. Though she's yes. not really local talent, she's actually a, she's been in the ring for a, a long, long period of time. Indeed. And people started to go after Athena because she was being roughhousing. Mm-hmm. And I think people who were not aware of Jodie Threat assumed that she was a local indie worker that was fresh mm-hmm. on the scene. And this was Athena taking advantage of a rookie in inverted air uh, quotes and actually like so you sort of fell into the two camps of the argument which is just that like this was unprofessional and she manhandled a rookie or she was unprofessional in that situation and other people being like have you ever seen joshi wrestling like Mm. it is a it's it's stiff strikes and stuff and things like that like some people really like that style the new japan style my friend i remember watching with him um ishii in shibata and he cannot watch it mm. he just like recoils at it because in his like his argument and i don't disagree with this either he's like i don't want to see people actually just kick the crap out of each other i don't yeah. want to watch people hit each other for real yeah because i wonder that i can watch ufc mm-hmm. and i don't like ufc yeah and you know there are i think raven used to make this argument as well it's just like anyone can throw a real punch yeah like the skill of being a wrestler is being able to throw a worked punch and not hurt someone yeah um so this became such a 
hot topic on Twitter that Sean Rossap looked into it. Mm-hmm. And it turns out there was clearly something that did upset some people there. Because this is what he wrote. The match between Athena and local standout Jody Threat got a lot of attention for reasons that weren't evident at the start of the match. Threat got a great ovation, and Athena ended up working heel opposite Threat, but ended up getting too aggressive in the ring for AEW management. There was a spot where Jody Threat slipped on what uh, what her comeback was supposed to be. We're told that Jody Threat was a little lost and asked Athena what was next in the match to get back on track, and the match devolved into more physicality. Several were quick to note that while they're confident Jody Threat has no problem handling that physicality, it shouldn't have happened anyway, and the communication should have been cleaner, clearer. Those close to Athena indicated that each women were approached by management after the match to make sure everything was okay. One source familiar with the situation believed that uh, one source familiar with the situation believed that should have been an opportunity to lead by example as opposed to letting it devolve. Those close to Athena believed that it was the way the match was going to go because of her having to switch to the heel role due to Jody's babyface reaction. We didn't hear of any confrontation or anything of the sort between the two women after the match. It was reiterated to us that not everything that is being micro-analyzed on social media was a result of this situation. We're also told that Jody Threat herself didn't complain about how the match went. Uh, hasn't spoke on the match or situation and indicated everything out of the normal publicly. All we've heard from her side of things is she's not being on the attention that emanates from situations such as these. Generally, she's keep her head down and avoid political aspects of wrestling. Oh, isn't that an example to lead by? That's nice. Yeah, that's good. And here we are talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go us! Yeah, um... So, like, this situation is interesting because that, that's been a very common thing in wrestling of the past in people taking receipts in the ring and you know if you if you if you work stiff against me i'll work stiff against you back and then i'll hit you for realsies and you know jbl and all that stuff um and you could make an argument that that's what's happening here if there was something that angered athena and she just took out her frustration on jody threat sure uh that probably not a good thing but it was still safe she didn't injure her they were just stiff strikes and stiff striking he is a former wrestling, and Jody Threat does stiff striking. That's just... And with Athena working heel against Jody Threat, you can do the more stiff strikes. It's the stuff that looks more vicious when you're a heel. It j- There's nothing to this, gang. There's yeah. nothing to this. I, I was just on Twitter the other night, and like, like an you know, ad break during the middle of a show right so like, my wife goes out to make a drink so i'm like mm-hmm. yeah and i'll just let everyone sub on twitter and it was like a trending i saw athena was a trending topic and i was like oh what's going on here mm. and all i could see was people just talking about the discourse as opposed to what has actually yes. happened and i this might be the most talked about dark match in the in the history of aew dark yeah and the elites have been on dark yeah. like they've had a match on there very fun match as well by the way i think it was against the dark order i can't remember who it was against now but i remember them being very fun um and I was just like kind of taken aback a little bit by this. And it was only when Sean's report came out that I was like, oh man, even management spoke to it. But I wonder if that's also them just trying to quell mm. anything that might come out because yeah. they're probably walking on eggshells right now because nothing that this company do is going right. Mm. And, you know, the the Moxie situation, when he was working with them without a contract, the plan reportedly was they were going to announce that he'd re-signed his deal in, at the Cincinnati show because mm. you're in front of your hometown you get that big hometown pop but because there'd been so much negative press about AEW following Brawl out and then following Sammy and Andrade they brought the announcement forward mm. and just announced it on social media and that's also what caught GCW unaware as well because they had their Mox Engage match that they were advertising Yeah, and I wonder if this AEW management's 
approaching both these people to ask like what happened here was just a case of that the last thing that we need is more people yeah. having a pop at us for putting out something like this 100 percent. and the thing is that's just a good thing to do regardless like if you see something that looks a little bit off in the ring whether it is someone working too stiff or someone isn't quite up to scratch for that day or something looks off whatever just go up and ask if they're okay because that's what it was it was them going up and be like Everything, is everything okay, okay here? Is everything all right yeah and then that was it you know it it's not it wasn't them reprimanding them and being like oh you know you can't do that blah, 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 blah. it was there just was like no is confrontation everything, no confrontation everything was okay it was just like they were just checking in and be like everything all right good okay cool that's it yeah that's that's everything that happened that's it that's the whole story gang and it's kind of that's amazing it. like you know melter melter Sean Rossat mentions there that sort of the micro-analyzing of this on Twitter mm. has actually made it a story. Yeah, 100%. And I would wager that a lot of these people who are having a, a whinge and a moan about this or having a pop at Athena about this for, for, for working stiff or what have you probably haven't seen the match mm. but have just been told that it was bad in the same way that like I don't think many people have seen the acolytes beating the absolute piss out of public enemy when they came in to WWF because mm -hmm. the idea was that like oh you're the guys that are meant to be extreme well we're just going to kick the crap out of you and see what happens public enemy then went back to so like this guy's beat the piss out of us it's supposed to be a, a work and then the acolytes were like well they don't know how to work and they got canned and they did the exact same thing with the Dudley boys, mm. but the Dudley boys didn't complain. And then that was like, okay, they're all right. They can hang out here then. Perry Saturn's moppy gimmick mm. comes off the back of him beating up a local talent and getting frustrated with a local talent in the ring and beating the absolute tar out of him. And moppy was a punishment for, for doing that. If you watch like those examples, the Perry Saturn one's harder to find because I think it was like Velocity or something. Yeah. Like, and while everything is on the network, Velocity has not made it yet. <laughs> um this is not that match no but yet the way the social media blew up this match it made it feel like it was going to be this like real beat down of of a, a veteran beating down a, a, like and you know a big, I mean, he's a big bucky o'hare is here but you know when i watch the match i'm like there's just some stiff strikes here it's yeah. like i mean they're laying this in mm. but also it's like it's pretty darn good yeah yeah and that's the thing i i don't see why this would be an issue if you've seen Stiff Strike in wrestling before, it's that. Like we do, we, no one said it about like Danielson and Suzuki, mm. and like, or you know, like uh, the, the Danielson Kingston match. Remember that thumbnail that we used for the Danielson Kingston match, yeah. where like Kingston's chest is like literally like pressing all the Walter Sheamus stuff. Like, weren't we all like giving Sheamus and Walter like a standing ovation for match being of the, the year, like match of the year for the, beating the tire out of each other at Clash of the Castle? Yeah. Yet these two do it here on dark, and it's like pff, taking advantage, working stiff. I I think the the difference in this one is it feels like in people's perception of it, it feels like Athena just did it, and it wasn't necessarily planned. But people don't know that it wasn't planned. People are assuming that it wasn't planned because there was a mess up right before it. There was a botch before it, and then Athena started getting aggressive. Yeah, and you could link those things together. But this might have been the plan of the match anyway. Like they said, they turned Athena heel for the match because she had to work against the, the local hometown hero. So this could have always been the plan for her to, to do stiff striking against Jody Threat. Like, that seems like a totally feasible thing. And people are just assuming that this wasn't the plan and Athena's taken advantage. And I, I, I just don't think that that's fair. I, I think there are, there are two, two different things in this match, one of which is them, one, the, what, them working stiff, I think, is probably just what they were going to do sure. anyway. But it's more like the she slipped up, Jody mm -hmm. Threat, that is, slipped up, 
and then forgot where they were going. Yeah. And Athena did not respond to that as well as she should have done if she was supposed sure. to be leading the match and to get them back on track. Yeah. But I do think those, from reading that report and watching the match, they feel like two separate mm. things. Yes. But I, yeah, again, because it's at the same time as the hangman thing. Because mm -hmm. I feel like this didn't actually become a thing when Dark aired. Mm. It came became a thing after yeah. the hangman injury. Yeah. And and I think sort of like you again, you get one on one and you make three, and I meant it that time. Mm. That's when you start putting piece together, you start getting your little red rope and you're tying things together and you come up with this idea that AEW is an unsafe working environment. Don't know what that was. I'm, I made a cable fall <laughs> by using my mind alone. The power of your voice. The power of my voice. The power yeah. of my maths made that, <laughs> made that cable slip. So yeah, I, I just thought it was an interesting conversation to be had. And I think that I'm looking forward to reading the comments from this because I think it will evolve into two camps. Mm. Those that are just like accidents happen and yeah they've had a bad like run of luck with things and those that are like no this is bad and they should be held accountable for this and i'm just curious as like on that latter half of just like what are your personal interests and what your personal styles of wrestling that you like mm -hmm. because if you don't like stiff style of wrestling then you probably aren't going to be on board with people doing it and therefore getting injured off the back of it yeah. e even if it is just an accident yeah yeah i I don't have anything else to say. Well, in which case, we'll probably wrap this one up then. Thank you all so much for watching this episode of the Blackpool Content Club. Please do let us know in the comments down below because we will be reading all of them. And we do read them. Also, press the thumbs up button. Give us a subscribe and all that good jazz. We'll see you next week for the Blackpool Content Club where hopefully all three of us will be in full condition. Till then, I've been Luke Owen, D-A-D. That has been Chopper Pete Quinnell. Jam that jam. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.